0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Licked and Loaded. I'm Laura Desiree. So great to have you tune in for this episode. Today, my special guest is an incredible CAM4 broadcaster, someone who I was introduced to by way of, you guessed it, our virtual game show that we host on the platform known as CAM4's Happy Hour. Now, to set the scene, this was the oh so fantastic men's show. And this broadcaster was a relative newcomer to the platform. It was his first time ever doing a happy hour show, but I was so blown away by his on screen performance, his boundless confidence, this packs a punch personality that I simply had to know more, not only about his journey into this world of camming, but his journey into this world of camming as a trans man. So joining me today is the sensational, the oh so fantastic T-Boy Steak. excited to be chatting with my brand new friend someone that we had on the cam for happy hour show recently who truly blew my mind t-boy steak welcome to licked and loaded
1: thank you i'm so excited to be here i had so much fun on happy hour so
0: it was a wild ride, as it usually is, but yes. um, you came right out of the gate with this boundless confidence. <laughs> I, I, you know, sometimes I I, I kind of have to, you know, talk with the broadcasters joining us for their first time and get them to a place of, of comfort, and I can do this, but you just came in raring to go.
1: Thank you. Um, I was very nervous, very much. I was like, I don't know, you know, what to expect, um, but everyone tells me that's going to be a good time, so I know it's going to be a good time. Um, And I was just really excited to be there and all the other performers, it was such good vibes um, in the room, like even before I got started. So I was like, this is going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy with how it went. And of course, it got this connection going, which also (laughs) is very satisfying and exciting, which is why we're here. We're going to get into knowing all about you. Can we start with how long you've been on CAM4 and really why you chose that platform?
1: Right. Um, So I just got on CAM4 in... gosh, like July. It has not been very long. It's only been like a handful of months. Um, I got on CAM4 specifically because I have a friend who um, is on CAM4, has been for a couple of years now. And so when I like kind of expressed an interest in getting, you know, started, she was like, well, this is a platform I use, this is why I use it. And um, so I like, looked at some other ones and came back and I was like, no, you, like, I do think this is the one I didn't want to go with, So she like, you know, walked me through getting set up, you know, put me in touch with with Johnny and some of the other people. So I like knew what I was doing as I was going in and I had her to like kind of hold my hand and help me figure things out, which was very helpful.
0: Yeah, no, that's essential because it can seem intimidating as you begin your journey on a platform. I mean, not only, not only are you preparing to share yourself in potentially a brand new way that a lot of the world doesn't ever experience, but there's also the the technology that goes along with it. And I'm still learning about that on the regular. I'm still, you know, trying to keep up to date with all the updates that the website has and trying to learn all of the toggles and tricks and games. I am still picking that up as I go. Um, I want to talk about why camming. Why was camming something you decided to venture into? Because like I mentioned, it can be uh, quite a, a nerve wracking decision for people to make to share themselves in this way in a live broadcast that has virtually no limits. Why camming?
1: Um, a couple of reasons really. Um, so obviously I had, you know, the who has been doing it and, you know, I've known her for for a while now. So as I was like, you know, I knew about her experiences and, you know, some of the pros and cons from just talking to her about it. So I felt like I had kind of like a good idea of, of what I would be getting into. Um, I am also a student. So I was like, love flexible hours, love setting my own shows around my classes and my schedule. Um, And I was like, you know, there's not really like, you know, as I was like getting started and looking into it, I was like, there's not really like, a like there's not a huge presence of like trans masks or trans men on cam for it and I, or camming really and I was like cool that's a market that I can like slide right into so right,
0: right. right and that is that is something i really want to chew on today and Mm -hmm. get into of course because you're right we do see a a large community of say trans women Mm -hmm. on the platform but the trans man experience that's something that is i'm starting to see more of especially in camming um but but as you are stepping into this business as you are getting familiar with the whole experience of it can i ask along the way were there any hesitations was there anything that surprised you as either more daunting an experience or perhaps less pressuring than you had initially envisioned what shocked you about this
1: um you know for sure i was really nervous i was like oh my god like i'm gonna go online and like out myself as like and like do all these things and everything um but I was kind of like you know I think this could be really really fun and in a lot of ways it's been actually like really affirming like you know there's like the one-off you know person but for the most part people are like really really good and it like says t-boy steak and people like like go with like the correct pronouns and language and people like you know I had a conversation a couple weeks ago with someone who was like you know I just really want to know more about like what it's like being trans and like trans life and like very people generally are like really respectful and like they ask questions but I've never felt like it was like crying or like invasive questions um and it's a lot of fun it's kind of cool to be like yeah this is what it is to be trans this is like the trans trans mass experience here are some of the things that I do um and it's surprisingly enjoyable I wasn't expecting that to be such a fun part of it
0: yeah it's it's so it can be so surprising truly that's just the word for it when you start doing this and you realize what the interactions are about. I mean, you have this idea of what camming is, and it's just these luring perverts that want to peer into your room to watch you do the filthiest, dirtiest, most degrading fucking acts on screen. And it's like, no, then you turn on your camera and you realize you're having these conversations with people that can be quite sensitive and can be quite beautiful and so human at the same time that it's like, This misconception puts uh, such an unfortunate stain on the business for most of society, when in reality, it's the most natural thing humans can do, which is just talk and connect. I mean, yes, there are still people that are just furiously masturbating while watching us. Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> but but it's very human and there's that that connecting opportunity. So, with that in mind, what what are your shows all about? When you turn on your camera, do you slot your time to say for my first 5 minutes, I'm going to do this and then we're going to do this? How do you build a show and what does that show look and feel like?
1: Um it kind of depends on what I'm feeling. Um I like to really kind of like ease into it. Um one thing that I think my viewers really like and that I like as well is if I start out like studying and I'm like finishing up reading a chapter or something and I'm like slowly pulling off clothes while I do that and it's a great way for me to be like I actually need to finish reading this chapter for class um (laughs) and like sort of build an audience while I'm doing that and then like move into you know sort of putting putting the book away and, and getting into it Um, and people really like that. That's a lot of fun. Um, I find myself doing that a lot. Um, but also just like, if I'm like, I've got like 45 minutes, what can we do in 45 minutes? Let's get to it. Um, and so those tend to be like a lot faster and like, boom, we're getting into it. We're getting up in the butt really quickly. Um, which is really fun as well. So I'm kind of still figuring that out. Like, what do I do with, with my time when I have, you know, longer shows or, or shorter shows, um, figuring out how to balance that. And, you know, the audience's needs and like some of the individual things that people ask for. And I'm like, no, that's gotta be a private show versus catering to the room as a whole. So still like really finding my footing there, but having a lot of fun doing it.
0: It's such a, a practice in setting boundaries both for yourself, for your time, for your sanity, but also for your limits with what you are sharing and exposing yeah. and offering to this audience. So how are you navigating setting boundaries? Let's start with your own time so that you don't hit burnout. What's been a rule for you where you say, is it you know five hours a week? Is it five hours a day? How have you made a balance?
1: Um, my general rule of thumb is when it starts cutting into my sleep, that's when I need to go back. Um, you know, being a student as well, I'm like, I'm very busy. I'm used to running around and slotting things in when I have time. Um, but yeah, when it starts getting into my sleep, that's when I'm like, mm, we got we to gotta take a step back. And it really varies. You know, some weeks are a lot busier for me than other weeks. So I try to keep like a fairly consistent schedule. But really the sleep, the sleep is the big deal for me. When I start losing sleep, I'm like, no, I got to, I got to you know pull back.
0: But what about when it gets tempting and let's say it's a good broadcast let's say there's a lot of viewers and they're Mm -hmm. tipping. I mean, is there a struggle to kind of hold your limit and say, hey, no, 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 it's time to turn the camera off or do you entertain it and go further?
1: Um, It kind of depends. I do like to entertain it and go further. I think, you know, it's hard when you have like tippers in the room to be like, I have to go. Um, You know, if I get to a point where I'm like, no, it's, you know, there's definitely like a hard limit where I'm like, I need, I need to go um here's my schedule for the next week i'd love to see some of my other shows but i will definitely like like entertain and keep going yeah there's big divers in the room
0: absolutely because sometimes it is just genuine fun yes sometimes it's it's not like oh i'm watching the the tokens come in and money's coming in like sometimes it's actually really enticing conversation and i'm getting into it with viewers so i agree that sometimes you have an idea that you want to be on for two hours but then you get into some good exciting moment and you're like i'm i'm gonna stick around and this might become a much later night than i had anticipated but i'm genuinely enjoying it which is i would call a secret to doing well in this business is that when you are enjoying it really take your time with it really really just uh sit in that moment because we should be doing it for the pleasure of it and not just like i gotta make this certain amount of money like enjoy what you're
1: doing for sure
0: yeah no that's 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 a big one Uh, i i want to talk a bit about um the trans trans man experience Mm -hmm. so as we know society is at its place with knowing the experience, with how much they know, with where society is the general public, with understanding the trans man experience, how much would you say they know right now?
1: Very little.
0: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very little. So as you are opening up to being an individual of the trans man experience, turning on your camera, basically opening up public court right there in your room, do you yourself feel any responsibility to compose yourself in any way or uh, speak with certain subject matter that is educating individuals how do you go about that knowing that this might be the first time someone is sitting in front of talking and interacting with a trans man
1: um I definitely you know I do kind of feel feel the weight of it being like oh like am I representing you know this this huge broad community Um, but I think it's really exciting too. um, you know, the endless trans question of like, what's in your pants? It's like, well, here it is. Um, you can see, um, if you tip, you can see more of it. Um, but I do think, um, in terms of educating, I try to sort of walk that fine line between being like, yeah, I'm a trans man. Like, that's why I look like that. That's why I sound like this. Um, and also the fine line of being like, there are some parts of my like personal experience that I'm willing to share and some things that, you know don't go on cam like that's very private to me um but for the most part i think it's really i think it's really fun um you know i think the the kind of surprise when people log on and they're like it says t-boy but i have tits like um and he'd be like yeah like i'm trans that's why um and so yes educating some people on like some of the different you know hormonal treatments and surgeries and options that trans people have um especially because i think generally speaking people Know what the options are for trans women a lot more than for trans men, and so to just see that represented opens a whole new new page for people. And there is always a limit where I'm like, you know, here's websites we can like read more. I'm doing a show right now. I'm not here to educate you, um, but I will offer you some of these other resources as well.
0: Wow. Yeah. No. It's 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 incredible to see more representation growing on all platforms. I'm so happy that you're on CAM4, it excites me to the core, it is so necessary. Now, when you're broadcasting, do you work with a moderator or is it just you on the front line, like truly handling all of these interactions?
1: Um, It depends, I do have moderators occasionally. Um, My one friend who, like I said, got me started, hops in. Darkshine shine um mm-hmm. hops in as well from time to time um and acts as a moderator and he's fantastic at it of course um but for the most part I say like most of the time because my schedule is so weird and kind of erratic with my classes it is usually me um and it hasn't been anything that I feel like I can't handle so far so
0: right right which is you know not everyone has that experience with it i know that i've spoken to so many broadcasters that just handling you know a negative piece of commentary can be something that is you know paralyzing or totally a turn off from wanting to continue pursuing this so for you how do you handle challenging interactions with viewers
1: um so i haven't had too many yet um being so new to the business which I feel like obviously is very lucky and I'm privileged and not had too many bad interactions yet um but you know if it gets a certain point that's what the block button is there for um and but I always try to you know private message someone first and be like hey you know that kind of language or the way that you're you're acting is like not cool in this chat room not what we're going for here um but also at the end of the day like yeah you know when we're being so open and intimate with ourselves on this platform there is a reason that we have the block button and we can totally use it when we need to
0: but do you carry any of it with you after the broadcast is it anything that you go back to in your mind is it anything or do you release it right there in the moment and say you know what that's just I that was just a moment on cam and that's that
1: you know I I feel like I for the most part am able to release it um, like being trans, like yeah, comments on the internet—they just—I'm at the point where they just gotta roll off my back, you know. Um, I think that's part of the trans experience, and I think that's why you're gonna start seeing more trans people on platforms like this. It's because like, it is very easy. Like, you get to a certain point as a trans person where internet comments—you just—you just gotta let that go, or you're gonna drive yourself crazy.
0: Yeah, and and you know what I think? Uh, the younger generations are a lot, a lot. Uh... More accustomed to just letting go of the online shit than say some of us who remember when the internet started and we're like, well, I'm taking this shit so personal. What the fuck, you know? Like it's, it's 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 for the newer generation, the younger generation of people. They're like a little bit more accustomed to just the onslaught of online commentary. Um, when it when it comes to you turning people on. I want to ask what turns you on authentically.
1: Mm, like on cam, um I know there is something, you know, incredibly erotic about knowing that someone's masturbating just like wherever they are, whenever they are, um, to you. I think the back and forth can be really, really fun, especially if you get like a good, a good thing going with a commenter with a couple of people in the room. Um where you can like be giving them what you want, especially if it's something that you would be wanting to do to yourself as well. Um, but yeah, I think the back and forth is really, is really what gets me going when I'm like, yeah, we're getting, we're getting good comments and I feel like I can, I can give you what you want and you can give me what we want. We have this good relationship going.
0: Yeah. Have you, have you always just as a human on this earth, have you always had an exhibitionist side of yourself? Yes. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. For sure. Would you say that, would you say that that is a must have skill or part of identity for anyone that is looking to succeed in this business?
1: I don't think it's a must have, but I, I do think it helps for okay. sure. Um, what,
0: what would make the list of must haves? for entering this business? And, and that can be as interpretive as you want. Is it a, a thick skin? Is it um, a, a gift for entertaining? Like what would be on that list? If someone was saying, I'm considering getting into this, what's the checklist that you would ask them to, uh, you know, investigate for themselves?
1: Okay, so thick skin was definitely gonna be the first thing I said, yeah. um, for sure. Um, thick skin, I think a willingness to, to entertain and to perhaps entertain in ways that like, you know being being able to have that rapport with the audience and having experience with performing and with catering to audiences like that is really good um being able to sext is a great you know a necessary skill i would say um and just like being being comfortable to sit there and look at your own naked body on screen is something that you have to be able to do in order to do this mm. um which I think I mean, is, is really cool. It's a good way to, to get closer to yourself in some ways.
0: Mm. How do people get good at sexting? Is that all just trial and error?
1: <laughs> I guess so. That's how I did it. I don't know. I'm sure there's a better way, but.
0: I mean, honestly, I am never against if you hear a good line in a movie and you want to use it somewhere or you read a good line in a book and you want to try it out. I'm like, you know what? Why not Absolutely. shoot the shot? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You got to get inspiration from somewhere.
0: Oh. <sighs> I I, inspiration is all around us, people, especially when we have the chance to broadcast our lives as they are. I mean, it's so lawless in a sense, because there isn't a rule book necessarily. I mean, there's there's rules of what we do and don't do on camp for sure. There's some hard lines, but for the most part, it's it's about the life you want to share with your viewers. It's Absolutely. that open and it, it could be, you could do this at any point in your life as well. You don't need to say, it's not an industry that only works when you're young or only works when you're physically able to a certain degree. None of that matters. So T-boy, as you are, I know you're in school. I know that, you know, you've got a lot of other life happening, but how long do you want to be doing this? And what is the goal within uh, being on CAM?
1: Um, I'd like to keep doing it as long as I have fun doing it. Um, I mean, obviously the money is nice and a huge part of it, but I really, I really do enjoy it. So as long as I'm having fun doing it, I'll keep doing it. Um, and the goal for me is, I think that's it to keep having fun doing it.
0: Yeah. Can I ask what you're studying?
1: Yes, I, um, am getting a PhD in communication.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So we're, we're doing a lot of studying. I guess that's, that's why it has entered your cam show as well.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure.
0: So what was that very first cam show like for you?
1: Um, very nerve wracking. Um, yeah, very nerve wracking. I was like, I don't know, you know, what this is going to be like. I was like, I have all my toys lined up and like all of the loops. And I was like, I just don't know. Like what is it gonna be like? Do I do I start fully really naked? Do I, you know, take it off as I go? And it ended up being for that first show. I think I had like maybe like 10 people in my room tops. And I was like, but after the, that, I was like, I feel pretty good. That was fun, even if it wasn't really what I like, I didn't know what, fully what to expect. Like I watched some other streams before I started. Um but yeah, I was like, I didn't know what to expect, but I had a really good time doing it.
0: Mm. So you go back to that person that T-Boy was from from stream number 1 and we look at who T-Boy is now. Can I ask what the biggest change has been, what the biggest benefit to who you are as a human not just the money, please? Cuz I get that answer all the time. Everyone's always like, "Well, I've got some more money in my bank." <laughs> Aside from that, how has your life been changed uh and let's say improved by this experience?
1: I do think I I have gotten more comfortable with my body um in ways that are really exciting to me and that like i definitely carry with myself outside of cam um i think it's kind of invigorated my sex life in some fun ways that i did not anticipate um i also have like a whole new respect and understanding of the industry like it is hard work um and it does definitely like take take a physical toll on your on your body like after stream i'm like i am tired i want to eat and go to bed um but yeah, I think just like being more comfortable with my own sexuality, like I was a v- very comfortable with my own sexuality and like my practices and the things that I do before I got on cam, but I feel like I'm growing in ways that I didn't anticipate being able to do through camming. Mm.
0: And having your on-screen sex life and your off-screen personal intimate life uh, have either been depleted in any way because of this venture into camming? Do you find that you have less energy to share yourself uh, sensually, sexually in your personal life or less so on cam? Uh, has there been any change to how that balance exists?
1: Yeah, I do I do feel like it's hard to balance. You know, sometimes after a show, I'm like, I, not tonight. I'm, I'm tired. I'm beat. We're worn out down there. It's mm-hmm. not happening. Um, and vice versa. Sometimes I'm like, wow, we went, several rounds last night. I'm, I don't know if I can, if I have a show in me today. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think, I guess, and that to that extent, it's improved my stamina and also forced me to think about how I see like sex versus intimacy in my own relationships. Um, and you know, if I put on a really long show and you know, we're not doing it tonight, then what, what are we doing to be intimate and together outside of sex, which is exciting as well. You know, it's mm-hmm. forced me to deeper keep in my connection to my own relationships.
0: I love that. I think that's mm-hmm. fascinating. Like truly. Where on your list of, of values or or ingredients for living a happy life, where does sex fall in there? And uh, intimacy versus sex?
1: Right. Um, I don't know if I have an answer for that. I feel like yeah. as I'm like getting into camping, I am reevaluating all of that. So
0: I love that. Oh. I just want everyone to be doing this investigative work for themselves because for sure, you know, the moment that you realize how important sex is to you, whether that is this important or whether it's the entire key to your happiness, uh, discover that and and then incorporate it as much as you need to be leading your happiest life.
1: T-Boy, I
0: had so much fun with you. It was great getting to know you today. Thank you for being so open and letting all of us know about your life and and your venture into this business. When and where uh, can we find the information of your broadcast schedule?
1: Um, You can find me at T-Boy Steak on CAM4 and Twitter. Um, That's where my calendar and my schedule um, are is going to be on CAM4. And then if I ever just pop on um, unexpectedly, that will always be on Twitter.
0: Amazing. And any last advice for how to be the best viewer in T-Boy's room? What do you expect of your attendees?
1: Say hi. (laughs) It's so true,
0: right? Just fucking say hello. I'm here. I see that you're in here too. Just say hello.
1: Put words in the chat. I want to know that you're there. That's right. I love it. It's
0: a simple one, folks. Make sure that you say hello when you enter the rooms. T-Boy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Laura. So much fun. And I hope everyone watching and listening, if you enjoyed this show, all you have to do is like, favorite, and subscribe to wherever you have found us. Uh, I'm Laura Desiree. This has been another episode of Licked and Loaded, a CAM4 podcast. We'll see you back here real soon. Bye! This has been a CAM4 Radio production. Come say hi at wwwcam